But there are people making plans to change America. They've no respect for her, or what matters most to That's why I stand for the flag, and I kneel at the cross. For the friends I have loved and lost, and ask Welcome to We Are the News Now with Dan Hennon. I'm your host, Dan Hennon. Today is November 1st, 2021, and our show will be about current events, in particular the events from this past week. I'll be providing updates on things that should have made the news but didn't. I'll also be giving updates on things that did make the news but shouldn't have, either in the form of misinformation or disinformation, nonetheless all meant to keep us distracted. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty, the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. And please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while, they're t- while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. Well, let's get started. Uh, interesting news this week. Richard Grinnell. Remember the former acting director of the DNI? Um, said that Devin Nunez has called on the Department of Justice to prosecute Dr. Fauci for his Wuhan testimony. Now, this came out October 23rd this past week. Nunez calls out the DOJ to say you need to prosecute Dr. Fauci on his false claims for the Wuhan testimony. Now, this relates back to the gain of function, the research on the gain of function. Really, uh, gain of function is, is just taking something and adding uh, adding more to it where there wasn't before, and that is basically weaponizing this virus and things like that. So building uh, the virus, uh, for instance. And so that uh, goes back. And, you know, we know that it either came from Fort Detrick here in the U.S. or University of North Carolina Chapel Hill medical facilities there, also in the U.S., is where this all came about. Now, how it got to China, how it got to Wuhan, who knows how it got released? Was it released on purpose? Who released it? Um, is all secondary. But we've got to get it through to the sheep's heads out there that this is a man-made virus. This was created. This is not from a bat. This is not something found out in nature, out in the wild, that we need to fear. We need to fear it all right. But it's something that was made. Obama this week calls the school rape in Loudoun County, Virginia. He said it's all for show. 
It's all for uh, fake news, conspiracy theorists, and things like this. This relates to this father who could not get any attention for having his daughter come home from school saying she was raped in the school. Raped in the school. They went ahead and researched it and looked this up. It turns out that she was raped in the school, in the female bathroom of the school, by a boy or a group of boys dressed as females. That's how they entered the women's bathroom or the locker room, whichever it was. Now, this did take place. She was raped. Uh, This is not a laughing matter. Uh, This is not a made-up conspiracy uh, type of a deal. The student that did it also was arrested now later for a second offense uh, with a sexual assault. So this is certainly a real case. The father has gotten upset and has talked about this in in the school board meetings and and such and whatnot. Now, people are labeling him a conspiracy theorist and and other disgusting uh, things. That's not the case. Uh, Very good father making a lot of... A lot of good friends uh, is being the patriot that he is by doing this. Uh, I, for one, applaud him. The Attorney General Garland this past week made the news, um, you know, talking about rescinding the controversial school board memo. This came out October 25th. Uh, the Attorney General, he's getting in all sorts of trouble. This is not a good guy. This is another deep state actor. So, They're coming out with these memos, the school board, and now it's conflicting stories. They're asking him to rescind it. He doesn't know what he's talking about and making a fool of himself. But this is all over the news uh, this week. Just keep in mind, uh, not not a good guy. There was an active school shooter October 25th in Boise, Idaho. Uh, Another thing that made the news... um, didn't know what really came of it, and I didn't follow it. Please leave your comments here uh, about that in the in the comment section of this if you know more about the story. I just mentioned it here for what it's worth, basically food for thought. I uh, hadn't seen anything about a school shooting recently, and all of a sudden this pops up. Um, and this was back on October 25th. Now, a surgeon, a, a doctor surgeon in Minnesota was fired this last week after speaking up at a school board meeting about the mask mandates. Um, This is one of those things that should be front page news. Very interesting. And it doesn't get much mentioned at all in the news. Interesting. Other Minnesota story in the news, a prescription for ivermectin. A pharmacist refused to fill a prescription given by a doctor for ivermectin to a Minnesota vet, Minnesota military vet, goes in, gets ivermectin prescribed from a doctor, signed off, goes into a pharmacy where the pharmacist's only job is to fill out and fill the prescription to an already approved drug by a doctor. That's all their job is. He says, no, I'm not going to do it. It's ivermectin. They keep calling this some... Um, livestock, cattle, or horse drug, or something, horse tranquilizer. It's, it's, it's a, it has already been talked about months ago for being a, a good way to reduce the symptoms uh, of, of COVID and other things like that. Uh, kind of like hydroxychloroquine. It's a good remedy. It's not a cure-all. It's not a vaccine, but it really helps reduce the symptoms, and it's very cost-effective. Cheap, in other words. 
But there's doctors out, pharmacists out there, I should say, rather, that are refusing to fill it. Well, this Minnesota vet was uh, did the good job of filming this event um, and got turned down. Um, pharmacists would not fill the prescription for ivermectin, even after a doctor had prescribed it and signed off on it. Interesting. The more vax mandates, this time Ohio, 750 federal contractors walk out in protest. This was October 22nd this past week. You know, they're mandating the vaccine. Federal contractors, now these are not employees, but federal contractors walked out in protest. And now they're protesting the mandatory vaccine. You know, once again, I mentioned this on other shows. This does not mean they're for or against the vaccine itself. Uh, many of these people protesting already have the vaccine. But they're protesting the fact that it's mandatory. You cannot make it mandatory. We've covered this in the past, going back to the World War II Nuremberg trials. Um, it's not the role of government to be mandating anything uh, relating to this. They can certainly suggest it or even recommend it, but you cannot. It is against the law to make it mandatory, and people don't understand uh, this piece. So this uh, protests are taking on uh, here in Ohio. Now, the Pope this last week urges tech giants to, quote, quote, crack down on the conspiracy theories and fake news on their platforms. This came out October 22nd. Now, the two things with this. Why is the Pope in the news for this? Why is the Pope recommending a crackdown on tech giants for conspiracy theorists? But there's only one reason for that. Uh, the truth is sitting and getting a little too close to home for uh, the, uh, Mr. Pope there. Uh, the conspiracy theories relating to the Pope and the vaccines, uh, election audit and so forth, are all true. These are not theories. They are true. So Pope is obviously uh, is a puppet to be able to spread this message to get it out there and the local willing media jumping all over it to, uh, to grab it right up to, to snark it up. Um, that that's where your antenna should be raised. When the Pope comes out with a message like this and the media runs with it, uh, this is disinformation. Uh, this is propaganda is all that this is. Now a Congressman from New Hampshire, his nephew age 15 died following complications after getting the Pfizer jab. Now, this was this past week. Once again, a congressman from New Hampshire. This is not made up. This is not a joke. His 15-year-old nephew died from complications after the Pfizer vaccine. This is, once again, should be front page news. Um, nasty stuff. Nasty stuff going on. But they're going to say it was related to something else pre-existing conditions, or what have you. Uh, nonetheless, uh, a healthy 15-year-old died. Very interesting. Try to watch, if you get a chance, the Stu Peters interview this past week with Dr. Jane Ruby. Dr. Jane Ruby, she goes over the VAERS studies and the statistics from the VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, uh, uh, from the vaccinations uh, results that are coming back. And she is, has alluded to some studies that have been done relating to the batches, certain batches 
of the vaccine may be bad and certain other ones may be good. Now we know, number one, none of this is a vaccine at all. It does not meet the definition of a vaccine, but they're issuing this based on the FDA emergency approval by the FDA to use it only in the case of an emergency. Now the people getting sick, the people dying, or the people having the negative adverse reactions to getting the vaccine are coming only from certain batches, it seems like, that are sent to certain states for distribution. Uh, so that's an interesting one to listen to, is, is her point on talking about the vaccines that not all are made the same way, but some are the ones that are causing people to be uh, disabled and or die, certain batches of the vaccines. And she goes on to her show and talks about the certain lots and the lot numbers she goes through and discusses the lot numbers that are involved in some of these vaccines where the most of the incidences are coming out of, of deaths or adverse effects of following the vaccine. Now, anyone can have an adverse reaction following the vaccine, and many people may have not a, an adverse reaction at all. Now, what we've been saying, particularly on shows like this, is the vaccine is bad. Yes, that is true. Number one, it's not a vaccine. Number two, don't take it because we don't know what's in it. And number three, it's it's bad. You don't want this in your body. Now, there are people saying it's going to kill you. Well, that may or may not be the case. We don't know. But what her interview was talking about the certain batches where there's huge spikes in numbers from certain lots that have been distributed, lot numbers. And she gives the lot numbers on the interview. So this is a Stu Peters interview with, I repeat, Dr. Jane Ruby. Now, also making the news this week, the Afghans left behind. Uh, I'm sorry, the Americans left behind in Afghanistan after the pullout. Interesting, interesting topic. Uh, remember, Donald Trump says we're going to pull people out by Christmas or by the end of the year using, I think he was talking about a two or three phase approach to get these Americans out of there. That is perfect. That's the way you need to do it. That is excellent. Biden comes in then and pulls everyone out. No plan, no phase, pulls everyone out and says, we're not going back to get the rest. Well, what came out weeks after that is that there may be up to a couple scores of people, a couple dozens of people, maybe even triple digits, digits of people left behind. So they're talking maybe 100 people. Well, the news didn't pick up on that too much. It's not that big of an impact. It's not that newsworthy. But now they're saying, well, you know what, it may be thousands of people, maybe thousands of Americans left behind. Well, what came out this past week in the news is that it's more than likely tens of thousands now. And these people have passports ready to go to come back home, but they can't. They can't. They're stuck there. So it's not hundreds. It's not thousands of tens of thousands. And so because they're leading it on this way with the propaganda media, mockingbird media, no one's really picking up the story as it gets worse and worse and worse because people have declined to follow it from the get-go, thinking there was only a handful of people left behind. So that's how they do it, to plant the seed, make it uninteresting so people don't follow it, and then as the story gets worse, people have already decided not to follow it, therefore they can expand it and actually start beginning to tell the real truth. And by this time, uh, people are indifferent to the entire topic. James Baker 
it looks like James Baker is going to be taking the stand in the Michael Sussman case. Uh, Michael Sussman indicted. He's back on that FISA surveillance case once again, almost the same as what's his name? I don't have it here in front of me. Kleinsmith, Eric, Kevin Kleinsmith was the first person indicted for the FISA warrants. Uh, going back to the fake Steel dossier, the fake Russia collusion that Trump was involved with, all that was fake. They've now determined that it was fake, and now they're starting to make indictments. Kevin Kleinsmith is the first one. Michael Sussman is the second. Uh, this one's going to be coming to a head here in the next few months or so, but James Baker will be taking the stand, it looks like. That will certainly be interesting. Newsmax announced that it's going to cut ties with Mr. Mike Lindell from My Pillow. They're cutting ties. Well, we've discussed many times about Mr. Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow, uh, based right here in Minnesota. Uh, good guy, patriot, and a hero. Now, Newsmax was, I think, all of those things at one point uh, a year ago or several months ago, but they have since proven that they are not. And they are also another group to take uh, with a watchful eye the things that they say. Uh, they may be, for the most part, true. You may want to follow those, but they've cut ties with Mike Lindell, which means look out, Newsmax, guess who's been compromised? Someone at Newsmax. Be careful what you follow from those guys. Now, a container ship off the coast of Washington explodes and it turns out there was chemicals on the ship. This came out October 23rd this past week off the Pacific, in the Pacific Ocean, up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, at first, it was just an explosion, and they found out it was chemicals. And then later, like I mentioned uh, previously, as the story grows, well, now it's chemicals leaking into the ocean in an already contaminated Pacific Ocean, i.e. Fukushima. And so... That's all the press that really got. It wasn't that uh, that much mentioned, but that is a very big news story. Now, the Haiti kidnaps, kidnappers, the kidnapped folks, there's 17 of them. Now, follow the numbers here. 17 kidnapped in Haiti. The kidnappers are now demanding $17 million to release the missionaries. $17 million. Why 17? Once again, 17th letter of the alphabet is letter Q. And people are thinking this has something to do with Q or QAnon. It may not have anything to do with that at all, uh, but coincidental, nonetheless. They're uh, they're they're demanding seventeen to release those seventeen million dollars. Uh, very interesting. One hundred state patrol officers in Washington State were fired on October nineteenth for not getting the vax. And this is another interesting story. Once again, they're making this a mandate. They're giving a deadline to get it. If you don't get the vaccination, you will be fired. Uh, 100 fired there in Washington State. Interesting. Now, an In-N-Out Burger location in San Francisco refuses to comply with the mandatory vax. Now, the health department came in from San Francisco and temporarily shut it down. And so the In-N-Out Burgers are uh, they're basically making sure the employees get get vaccinated uh, at the other locations. But the one in San Francisco says, no, we're not interested in doing that. We can suggest or recommend they get the vax, but we can't do it and make it mandatory. Well, very interesting.
earlier on the program, I talked about the Loudoun County rape charge there with a student, um, from a student to another student, a rape allegation charge that turned out to be true in Loudoun County, Virginia. The superintendent of the school deleted his Twitter account following the report that came out showing that he lied about some comments at a school board meeting. He has now taken down his Twitter account. So and now we get the superintendent getting backed into a hole after it gets um, comes out into the public that he lied at a school board meeting. And so this is going to turn really ugly. Remember, this is what former President Obama said was all uh, uh, conspiracy theories and and, um, pushing along events here in the news that are not truth. Very interesting. Twitter posts a third quarter financial loss of $536 million this quarter. And um, pushing that along, that big, big loss ending up the quarter in the red was following a huge lawsuit payout that had to be paid out in the third quarter. This news came out October 26th. And once again, that's a big lawsuit. Imagine what the lawsuit was if it got settled to come down to $536 million after everything was said and done. That drove them into a loss. Now, what we don't hear is news like this in the mainstream press. What we do hear is CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, saying, you know what, we're on the verge of hyperinflation. And all the news media outlets pick it up. Hyperinflation. What's George uh, Jack Dorsey have to do with hyperinflation? And why is he giving out business advice at all? The next question you have to ask yourself is, why are people listening when him and guys like Zuckerberg yeah, and Bill Gates give advice on the economy. They are executives with businesses. Um, shouldn't be giving any kind of advice at all, especially after a $536 million net loss in the third quarter for Twitter that doesn't make the news. Following a huge lawsuit payout, that means they lost the lawsuit. If they lost the lawsuit and it was that big, Jack Dorsey's in trouble, and so was his company. But guess what makes the news? Is Jack Dorsey talking about the upcoming hyperinflation that we should be all watchful for? That's what's on the news. So once again, we're living in an upside down world. Left is right, up is down. Watch what you listen to and watch what you believe out there. Uh, Twitter's not doing well. Here's an interesting stat. 70% of all deaths now in the UK and Sweden are from folks that are fully vaccinated. And I think these are, I think, I believe this is COVID deaths only. I don't think it's all deaths, but I think it's 70% of all COVID deaths in the UK and Sweden. Now, if you combine those two countries, the number is 70% of already the people dying from COVID not only had a vaccination shot or a booster, but were fully vaccinated. This is where we're seeing all these deaths come about. Remember the name Steve? Bashar, Steve Bachar, a former Clinton Global Initiative co-chair for Clinton Global Initiative called CGI. He has now been indicted on charges of securities fraud 
and felony theft. Now that doesn't really make the news, but that's huge. That's big, big news. Uh, should be once again leading story in the uh, nightly evening news. Now here's a good case. This is a uh, my final story of the week. Is the judge in the Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell case did say now that Prince Andrew must testify, must testify in the Ghislaine Maxwell case uh, where she is being sued by Virginia Roberts. Prince Andrew's at the big core of that case, uh, the sex allegations with Virginia Roberts when she was 17 years old, I think it was 11, 12, or 13 times in, uh, in those years as a minor that she was raped uh, by him. The judge in the case says Prince Andrew will have to testify. And so she gives a drop-dead date of that by July 22nd of next year that he will have to testify. At some, at some way, shape, or form, he will have to testify in this in the case for Ghislaine Maxwell in the whole Epstein uh, sex charge case. And boy, that will be a goodie. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Also, a big thank you this week uh, to our donors, our Patreons, um, help keeping the operation alive here up and running on our program. There's lots out there. We just uh, passed another milestone of uh, broadcasts, uh, downloads, and live streaming here since um, since starting this up. So, Thank you once again for everything. Uh, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is November 1st, 2021. Yeah.